You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Well, John, we're back for a Friday, special Friday edition of Necessary Roughness, Lang and Jansen. Going to hit you with uh, just a quick one today. Kind of break down the game leading up to uh, up to Minnesota. Some other NFL action. I know Mondays, Tuesdays, we usually break down what happened the previous weekend. Today, we're going to break down what we expect to see this happen and maybe some keys to victory for the Lions. And that's where we start. First time being on the road this year. Um, obviously, division opponent. We saw Minnesota. Beat the hell out of Green Bay there week one, which mm-hmm. is two years in a row. Green Bay sucked well, week I one. I hope next week we can open up with Green Bay at home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they set a yeah. little trend the last I don't know. Finishing, <laughs> finishing with them at home isn't so bad either. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends on the record. But, <laughs> yeah, if they already locked in the one seed, yeah, we can finish with them as well. Yeah. But uh, Minnesota, obviously, then last, you know, this past Monday, we got to see him play Philly, team, team that we saw the Lions uh, play tough here a couple weeks ago, and, and they get, uh, man, they get blasted on Monday Night Football. No surprise for Kirk Cousins. Kind of is what he is on Monday Night Football. The record's terrible. Yeah. What, three or four more picks again against the Eagles? Um, this is, uh, it, it, I, I will say this though. I'm not expecting that same Minnesota team that we saw Monday night. You know, the, the teams are different. Monday Night Football is anytime you go on the road, primetime game, uh, early in the season, you know, Philly's a tough team. I would not expect that same performance from Minnesota, but at the same time, I don't know if I would expect the same performance out of Minnesota that we saw against Green Bay because Green Bay's defense, they just had no plan for Justin Jefferson at all. Um, but for you, what are your what are your expectations this week uh, for the Lions heading into Minnesota? Well, so it, it's kind of the, the old adage, right? It's never as good as you think it is, and it's never as bad as you think it is. There's no way that Minnesota plays that way defensively, um, which is where I think they've been really bad throughout the course of this year so far. Um, against the Lions, they're going to play better. They're gonna they're gonna find a way to get at least a little something done uh, on the back end. I mean, it's when you look at what they you know gave up last week in terms of you know uh, just passing. Uh, Jalen Hurts, twenty six of thirty one. I mean, he could not miss three hundred thirty three yards through the air. I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were. And now on the flip side. When you talk about, well, you know, maybe it's not going to be as good as it was or it doesn't seem to be as good as it is, the Lions have been 35 points, 36 points. They're going to go on the road. I don't, I, I'm not expecting the same offensive output. It's going to be noisy. But what I do expect is that there are some things they can rely upon. There's things that travel, and that is the run game. It's the offensive line play, the aggression. They're going to be able to protect Jared Goff. All of those things should give them an opportunity to go there and play well. Defensively for the Lions, we've got to see more of what we saw in the first half last week. 
and that is getting after Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is probably less mobile than Carson Wentz. He's more of a stationary quarterback. Maybe he's a better thrower. Oh, he's for sure less mobile than Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, one of the most statuist quarterbacks in the league. So I, I do think that what I expect to see is the defensive line, especially Aiden Hutchinson, and I we'll talk about him in a second because I do think he's going to be able to go. Um, in fact, I, let's just talk about it now. A Charlie horse? Is the, that what it was? That's what they're calling okay, it. Okay, yeah. Like, is yeah. so? What what are they calling a Charlie horse? Is that like, like a, a bad muscle crab or a uh, yeah? It's a deep bruise. I think it's considered a deep bruise. All right, so he's got a contusion. And to be honest with you, John, you probably had him too. They hurt like a mother. Oh, they, they do. Hurt really bad. They do. Should but you can play through them. I, once again, I don't know. I mean, I think from this team's perspective, the first couple of weeks we've seen them be a little bit more cautious when it comes to any injuries. Um, with Aiden Hutchinson, I. Like you said, I didn't know it was a bruise. You know, there's obviously you can pull a muscle, strain a muscle, do anything like that that uh, would be hard to even put pressure on your leg. But you're right. I think, you know, when you talk about the bruise and even when you talk a little bit about Jonah Jackson's finger, um, those are two injuries that (laughs) you don't really see guys miss a whole lot of time. Not questioning toughness or anything, but I think it's more on the Lions' side. Maybe athletic uh, uh, it is medicine too, side of, hey, let's just be cautious. We need this guy on Sunday. It is two Buckeyes that have missed <laughs> because of a finger the last two years. Am I not right? I mean, Taylor yeah, Decker and Jonah yeah. Jackson. All right, so anyway, that, that's a little bit off, off track. But I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to be able to go. Now, will he be good enough to be able to get after Kirk Cousins? I think so. Once he gets warmed up, once you get a little bit of blood flow in that, in that area that's sore for him. Uh, blood flow. He's <laughs> easy. He's gonna be just fine. So the keys for me for for Detroit, you got to get after Kirk Cousins. You got to make him uncomfortable. That's gonna be part of the pass defense because if you allow him time in the pocket, he's gonna find Justin Jefferson. He's gonna find Adam Thielen. He's gonna find a number of different people that can catch the ball, and against the secondary for the the Lions. Yeah, and I think uh, getting into the keys here, what we think the Lions need to do, I think, look, it's – I do not expect Minnesota to throw the ball, you know, 48 times again like they did against Philly mm-hmm. and only give um, Dalvin Cook five or six touches. I expect them to uh, make the run game the number one emphasis in Minnesota. Every, everything starts with that. Every time you've played Minnesota, it's kind of been their identity. If they can run the ball on you – uh, they're going to score points, and they're going to be tough to beat because Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, that's where he's best, that play-action game, getting guys downfield. Justin Jefferson, you know, you bring an extra safety in the box, you leave one-on-one, boom, they're going to make you pay. So I think the biggest key for me this week is stopping the run. I know Dalvin, uh, 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 Dalvin Cook is going to come out this week and probably demand that he get at least 15 to 20 touches like yeah. he did in that Green Bay game, and that's why their offense was so damn good in the Green Bay game, or Green Bay game because they were balanced. Uh, Green Bay really had no idea what to do. Anytime they tried to load the box up against Cook, they'd hit him deep with Jefferson or Thielen to make a big play in the passing game. So that's the biggest key for me. But um, switching gears is getting into a little bit of the more matchups. I think one, one thing that I'm looking at, and gosh, I imagine you're probably the same. You look at Minnesota's defense, and the two guys that stick out are those DNs, uh, Zadarius Smith, all-pro guy came over from uh, Green Bay, stays in the division, know him well. And Daniil Hunter missed a lot of times, la- missed a lot of games last year with injury, but has come back this year and, and been a big part of their defense and getting after the quarterback. But 
I think the good part for this Lions offensive line, and like I said, I think it's encouraging that Frank practiced this week um, at the time of recording. Now, we don't have the final injury report. That'll come out in a couple hours, but he's a guy I expect to play. Uh, but the strength of your offensive line right now with those three interior guys dealing with some things is your tackles. Yeah. You have Sewell and Decker uh, going out there and going against Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter. And that's, that's, that's a matchup that the Lions have to win, and that's a matchup that, quite frank, I, I'm excited to watch. Uh, Panay Sewell versus Daniel Hunter. I mean, <laughs> Panay Sewell's been playing like a top three right tackle this year. Yeah. You watch the film, and you watch other tackles in the league, and there's a lot of really good tackles out there, but he is just so damn consistent. He's a mauler. What he does in the run game, the protection game, I mean, it's just like it's like nobody that he's blocking gets close to making a play. <laughs> and you look at, and you think about the big picture and you take a step back and you're like, Jesus Christ, this kid's 21 years old. Yeah. Like he's still just a little, barely he's 21. still a pup, you know, and he's playing at a high level. So I think for me, that's going to be the number one matchup that the Lions have to make sure they win in order to, uh, you know, take care of, take, take care of, or at least have similar success to what they've had last couple weeks against this Minnesota defense. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to go on the other side of the ball. We could talk about the receivers and and uh, you know Jared Goff for the Lions, but when when you talk about Minnesota, it really all comes down to two guys. It is Dalvin Cook in the backfield, and it's Justin Jefferson on the outside. There's a lot of people that believe Justin Jefferson might be the best receiver in the NFL. I'm not in that camp yet, but he's certainly I think a top five guy. We saw Darius Slay last week change that game because they couldn't get the ball to Justin Jefferson. If Jeff Okuda um, can, can be anywhere close to what they thought he was when they, when they drafted him, uh, I think that's going to be a matchup that, that you've got to keep an eye on. And it's not just Jeff Okuda. It's Amani Orwarie. It's Will Harris. It's, it's Tracy Walker. It's everybody in the secondary that if they're in man coverage, yeah, I, I would 100% expect that it's Jeff Okuda. If they're in cover two, if they're in one, if they're in quarters, whatever they're playing, they're going to have to communicate and pass off Justin Jefferson. He's a guy that you've got to identify where he is on the field every single time. Yeah. And I know as, as fans, I know I'll be watching when Minnesota's on offense. That is one of the things I'm going to be watching is where is he, who is lined up across from him, and what does the coverage look like? What does the, I mean, are they in man? Are they in zone? Whatever it is, I'm going to be watching him because chances are if, you're, if they're going to have a sustained drive, if they're going to have a big play, it's going to involve Justin Jefferson in one way, shape, or form or another. Yeah, and I think the, the last key for me is, and you kind of hit on it already, but this defensive line getting after Kirk Cousins with the four-man rush, right? Anytime, I think the Detroit is – they pressured, they pressured a lot in the first couple games, more than we saw uh, last year. Um, run situations, passing situations, you see the slot, you know, slot pressure, you see the middle pressure with the linebackers. Uh, I don't know if this is really an offense that you want to leave one-on-one coverage with Justin Jefferson. Um, Adam Thielen, I think, is still a very productive player in this league, or at least he has the capabilities yeah. of doing that. We saw last week even – uh, when Philly tried to take Jefferson out of the game, you know, Thielen gets seven he's a or good eight number two, and he's a good number two. I don't know if those are guys you want to single coverage with, you know, the horses that you have in the secondary. So a key for me is going to be repeat performance from that defensive line. Charles Harris, Aiden Hutchinson, Julian O'Quarra did a lot of really nice things last week, too. He got close a couple times, and then I finished – I think he finished that game out 
um, late with the sack. And, you know, I, I, like I said, we'll see what the injury report says, um, you know, here in a couple hours. But John Kaminsky is a guy who's been playing a lot on third down. He hasn't practiced this week. So that's going to open up other, other opportunities for a guy like Julian O'Quarr that, can, uh, that has shown that he's capable of getting in the backfield and making plays. Um, switch gears a little bit. I know we want to give you a couple picks, just oh, yeah. what we're thinking around the league. Let's just start with the Lions. That's where we started uh, this whole conversation with. I know yep. as of right now, I think they're six-point dogs heading into Minnesota. I'll start. I've been wrong on this team twice so far this year. <laughs> they've covered they've covered both games, uh-huh. which I uh, I thought uh, I thought Philly was going to beat them uh, a little bit better than three points. And look, I thought last week, you know, there was a time there before game day when you know you realize you're missing three starting offensive linemen against. Yeah, that you want to talk line. about a pucker like, factor? Geez, you Holy just don't know. Cow. Um, but they came through, and I think for me, look, I think this, I think this is a different Lions team. And like you said, do we expect them to score 35 points again? No. I mean, if they keep up at this pace, they'll probably be the highest-scoring offense in NFL history. <laughs> right, yeah. We know you're I not don't gonna, think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen, right? But, um, you know, this defense, I think they found something last week, especially in the first half, of they started to build themselves a little bit of an identity, you know, stopping the run, getting after the quarterback. And I know, hey, look, second half, sure, Washington kind of made a – Close kind of fake type comeback and padded stats a little bit, but you know, but we all we both know. I mean, when you get into a game and it's a blowout, you lose that adrenaline, you lose a little energy. It happens, right? I don't expect to see that happen again to this defense, but I do think they took a big step. And do I think the Lions win? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I don't know, but I think that's they not cover. what we're picking. I is think it? they cover. <laughs> I, think, I think you're giving them six points against Minnesota division Come game. Come on, girl, set a ball. Probably going to be a low scoring game. I could see maybe 21 17, one way or the other. 
this is a team they obviously played close both times last year. Minnesota walked off on us uh, at at their place, and we walked off on them at Ford yeah. Field. So I expect another close game, but I think the Lions are going to cover that six points. I think the Lions cover as well. Uh, one thing that we know about the Lions is that the offense can score points. I do think that they have an offense that will travel, um, you know, in terms of being able to run the ball and consistently being able to get that short passing game going. Yeah, now we would love to see some connections on the deep routes. That's going to be gravy whenever it happens. But right now, their offense is one that you could take it to any NFL stadium, and it should consistently gain yardage and score points. Now, the defense. I think the defense got a lot of confidence. Aiden Hutchinson needed a game like that coming off of week one. He goes out, gets three sacks. He's going to come in with some confidence. Charles Harris is playing with confidence. Uh, Rodrigo is playing with confidence. The only problem is two of those guys I just mentioned are rookies. You know they're going to have – it's going to be a roller coaster down, for those guys all season long as, as they continue to go. This is the first time the Lions go on the road. It's been 35 points at home, 36 points at home. Finally had a good defensive performance. I do think that they cover. I actually think the Lions win this game. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's the first time in since I, I don't even know when that they could start the season off two and one. God, I hope they win. Can you imagine that scene at uh, oh. Ford Field next week when Seattle comes to town? A two and one football Two and team. one playing against My Seattle. The, the prospects are going three and one. I mean, we got to get to two and one first. Yep. But I think on Monday we're going to be talking about a team that's two and one. I'm with you. Second team we want to just talk about. We're not going to list every game. There's a lot of stinkers out there, obviously. But Buffalo uh, at Miami this week, Buffalo five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they're going to be missing a couple defensive starters. I look, It seemed like Micah Hyde might miss the game, and he's an impact player for them. But for me, Buffalo just looks like a unicorn this year. <laughs> they just look like they cannot do anything wrong. Josh Allen um, seems like he's playing at such a high level and so fast and just dissecting defenses and making decisions and just going. It just – he looks like he could be – I mean, I know the past couple of years we've talked about Patrick Mahomes. We've talked about Justin Herbert. We've talked about, you know, Aaron Rodgers forever being the back-to-back MVP. But Josh Allen looks to me that like that quarterback that is going to set the standard for maybe the next eight to ten years, just the way he's been playing the last couple of weeks. I think Buffalo goes on the road. Look, I think Miami's a tough out. We saw last week the grit and determination they had to come back in that game against a really good Baltimore team and uh, get into a shootout and find a way to score at the end there. Uh, I think Miami's really good, um, but I think there's just something about Buffalo, man, that it just – it does not I, – I have not seen a team yet in the NFL that I would take to beat the Buffalo Bills. I don't even think I've seen a team that I would take to stay within seven points of the Buffalo Bills throughout two weeks. That's why I'm taking Buffalo to cover that six and a half. So here's where I'm at with Buffalo. And going on the road is it's hard to get wins on the road, especially in the division. And we already talked about the the Lions going on the road with Minnesota. But when you go on the road and you open up in L.A. with the, the defending Super Bowl champs and the fact that they've got a very explosive offense and you you only allow 10 points. I mean, right now, Buffalo only allows eight and a half points a game. Josh Allen can throw the ball around anywhere on the field, and Miami is not a great pass defense. I think all of those combined allow for, again, Josh Allen and this offense to go out there and pretty much do what they want. And then defensively, I think this is where this is where Josh Allen's made improvements. It's clear that every single year that he's been in the league, he has found a way to improve his game. That's why he is where he is, and, and most people has him, have him as a front runner. 
uh, for MVP right now through two weeks. I think when you look at what they've done defensively and shoring things up on that end, this is a team that could be a one or two loss team at the end of the year. And this isn't the week that they lose. They go down to Miami. I think that they win this one easily uh, by more than the, than the six and a half. There was some stat that they've won their last like 13 games by double digits. Yeah. Something crazy. Oh, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. Teams out. <laughs> they either lose big or yeah. win big, but I'm with you. I think they win big again. Uh, we're going to skip Kansas City Indy. Indy might have a chance to be how maybe do you, a, How do you not score against Jacksonville? You don't score against Jacksonville. You tie the Texans. Matt Ryan throw, was Matt, supposed to be the answer. They just uh, that. I mean, I know the Bengals have started out too, but for me, Indy's had just uh, just a, as disappointing of a start as I think Cincinnati. We expected so, bigger, bigger things from them. Real quick, Cincinnati, right? Joe Burrow, young quarterback. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but he missed almost all the training camp because he has an appendix out. Yeah, he's still finding his rhythm. He's still finding you know the communication. All that stuff is still getting fine tuned. I can build in an excuse for him. And yeah, Matt Ryan, new offense, but everybody else is the same. And here's the, what's, what's, what's exactly the same for Indianapolis. Their defense. They give up 24 points to Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville's improved, but not that much. Right. So I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on there. So we're, we're going to reserve that one. What do we got next? Yeah, we got, uh, we got Tampa, Green Bay. Now, <laughs> this might be one of my favorite matchups of the weekend. I know this is no unbelievable. It's at Tampa Bay. Um, gosh, it just seems like the past couple of years, Tom Brady has had Aaron Rodgers' number. You remember a couple of years ago, they absolutely yeah. blew him out, you know, 38 to 10, whatever it was. They beat him again in the NFC Championship game that year. Uh, Tom, there's something about Tom Brady that even at this age, what, 45 now? Yeah. That he just gets it done still. There's nothing about him that surprises you and says, wow. What a throw. But it's just getting guys in the right position and making plays. And plus, this might be the best defense that he's had. I mean, this Tampa Bay defense right now looks absolutely dynamite. I mean, I, I just think this is another one of those kind of low-scoring games. And, and, and Green Bay's still trying to figure some things out offensively. Last week, they got back to their identity and just said, you know what, we're going to run the ball 30 times with our, with our one-two punch and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, which works for them. Anytime they get out of that, they lose. Uh, but they're, they're still trying to figure a lot of things out when it comes to their passing game. In Tampa, look, they're a team that says, go ahead, throw it, you know, try to throw it on us because we're going we're gonna to stop the run. That's just, they got two of the most incredible linebackers, I think, in the game. Gosh, I just think, I think this game's at a pick em right now. So it's a coin toss, basically. But Tom Brady, man, I just, every just time I bet against, against him, him, I lose. And I, I, just, I just need to see, I need to see this Green Bay team uh, build a little bit more rapport talking about the quarterback-wide receiver connection before I really start to think that they're uh, one of those uh, teams that can make a run. So I think I'm going to take Tampa Bay. So I'm really conflicted on this one because when you look at Tampa's offense and you know you look at their depth chart, you see all the red letters, and it's Mike Evans, SUSP, suspended. Uh, Chris Godman, Q. Everyone that's got a Q is questionable. Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Burchard Perryman, Russell Gage. Like, who in the hell... Is he going to throw the ball to? Is Cole Beasley going to be their leading receiver this week? And we don't even know if he's going to be active or on the active roster, but he may be their best option. Can Tom Brady take on Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay? Now, Green Bay's defense is no slouch. Can he wave that magic wand yet again and beat Green Bay at home? 
if he does, I mean, it's just a, it's just another notch on the belt with a whole hell of a lot of notches for a guy that just figures out how to win. I'm so I'm conflicted because obviously I want Tom to win. I want the Bucks to win. Um, but I also want to put it out there that just in the universe, right? If I pick against Tom, right, that's kind of a crime against humanity. And if I put it out there, you know what? He's going. I I hope it pisses him off. I hope it motivates him. I hope that he gets ready to play this game and goes against Green Bay and says, you know what? I don't care. I am forty-five. I don't care if I don't have a receiver to throw the ball to. If Green Bay's going to run the ball, hey, maybe that's what we do. Maybe that's the best play that I can call or the best formation, the best play I can get into at the line of scrimmage looking at a, at a Green Bay defense and say, I'm going to hand the ball off to, to Leonard Fournette. Uh, maybe it's you know White or Vaughn or whoever they put in the backfield. I want to I take Tom. Take a pick, God damn it. <laughs> I think I'm going with Green Bay. I think they're just, this is a battle of attrition. And with Mike Evans out, I just don't believe there's going to be enough offense. And there's a bunch of frustrations in Tom's life right now. Yeah. And, and so I'm, I, every time I do this, it bites me in the ass, but I'm going to take Green Bay. Yeah. And, and like I said, I mean, I don't, I don't hate that pick. I mean, I think for me, it just comes down to who's the home team. I think that's enough to, to squeak out a win. Last one real quick before we finish. Uh, our guy, Matthew Stafford, out in L.A., traveling to Arizona. Your guy. Also coming up. Your guy. <laughs> I, I know he was a teammate of mine, too, but he's still your guy. Your guy. That was, uh, that was an impressive win, Arizona, coming back last week against the Vegas Raiders. Um, Matthew Stafford, four touchdowns on the year, five interceptions through two games. Mm, uh, your guy. Kind of looks, looks mm. a little bit like what we saw here in Detroit. But, uh, look, I think the Rams last week – it was a bit of a get-right game, although they almost found a way to screw it up at yeah. home against Atlanta. Atlanta, might Atlanta be down 28-3, almost came back teams, and won. But, uh, for the Rams, look, I just it comes down to this. I don't trust Kyler Murray. I don't trust King, Cliff Kingsbury. I know they did some really cool shit last year or last week uh, against the Raiders, scoring late and you know running that thirty-second play with <laughs> Kyler Murray running around for twenty-five seconds of it and getting the end zone. Look, I, I think last week was. Uh, Good win for Arizona, um, but I think the Rams, they, after getting embarrassed there week one, I, I still think this is a team that's on a mission, and I still have them being uh, at the top of that division when the season's all over. I think they just got that much talent on the field, so I think that three and a half going to Arizona should be no problem to cover. I agree. Too many injuries for uh, Arizona, plus, like you said, I don't trust Kyler Murray. I don't trust that team, um, nor do I like them, so f*** them. I'll take <laughs> L.A. I'll take your guy. My guy. Well, we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll start keeping tabs on uh, on our picks. And thank you guys for listening. As always, click uh, the click that subscribe button. Make sure you get all these podcasts get sent out to your phone as soon as we record them. Look, Friday edition, man. We got football right around the corner. College starting tomorrow. NFL, another big NFL weekend this Sunday. So we'll be back here on Monday on Necessary mm-hmm. Roughness to break everything down that happens over the weekend. And we'll talk to you guys then. Lang and Jansen out.